We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. John, I do want to. One of the things we wanted to do tonight was obviously share our opinions, and we have microphones, and we have a channel, and we have a voice. But I also want to kind of give a voice to everybody here, and we have a lot of people that have given super chats, and so I want to pull those up here, Sean, and and uh, and just read some of those and and respond to the ones that need to be responded to. This is from uh, Charlie Weiss's last belt loop. Sean, did you know that Charlie Weiss's last belt loop just got married this weekend? Did you know Congratulations, that? Congratulations, Charlie. Yes. I did not yes. know that. Yes, he just got married. Um, you and your spouse. Yes, absolutely. And he on, on the day of his honeymoon, he was still post or the day of his wedding, he was still posting on the message board. I was like, bro, am I going to have to ban you from the site today so that you, you know, you stay off of it and go spend time with your wife? But we are happy for you, buddy. So even in this uh frustrating day football wise there's obviously some good things to go so tonight proved they don't care about notre dame football success this is embarrassing they will hire parker watt which sucks let's be real they're not going not the guys to make any better who leaves the class okay here's the thing sean i think he's i think he's been a little bit over dramatic <clears throat> in that look jared parker does not suck he's a very talented football coach chris watt may not be ready yet but he does not suck the point isn't that they suck, but the point is, wouldn't you be better off having them and Andy Ludwig and Joe Harding instead of just those two? That's my mm-hmm. point, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the first where it comes from is it's not that those guys are bad coaches. I think that's unfair. But the other point to him, Sean, is he speaks to what you talked about earlier. This is exactly what people are going to say most likely about no matter who they, whoever they hire. Because even if they hire someone that you and I love, because here's the deal. I'm going to evaluate the guy they hire fairly. Yeah. And when I evaluate him, it won't have anything to do with what happened tonight. I'm going to evaluate him. Now, we'll have conversations in different types of shows where we talk about, you know, what could what what would have, could have, should have. But there's really good football coaches out there that you can go get. Harry Heastan, we talked about this on the show today, Sean. Harry Heastan leaving, and, and we said if they don't get Parker, Harry Heastan leaving now opens up the OC board a little bit more because there's some OCs out there that were offensive line coaches. We talked about Alex Atkins of Florida State, maybe Jeff Grimes of Baylor, some guys like that that are O-line guys. But you couldn't hire those guys before. Yeah. I mean, so in some ways, there's guys out there. 
It's not the point. The point is because of the way this all went down, the perception is going to be that that guy is a second rate or, or, or a, you're not, you weren't the guy. Right. Yeah. Cause like as good as Kenny Minchie is Sean, there's still a lot of Notre Dame fans say, yeah, but he ain't Dante. He ain't Dante. Like, and he's not. Yeah. And, yeah. and fair or not, that's what the perception is going to be. And that's what the perception is going to be for whoever they hire. And it's, and, and especially if they hire Jared Parker and I think it'd be unfair. <laughs> You know, yeah. I think it'd be very unfair, but it's also understandable because of the way this all went down. I mean, Jared Parker was one of the coaches wooing Andy Ludwig to come to Notre Dame. Yeah. You don't think Jared Parker wanted to learn under somebody like Andy Ludwig? Seriously? How much better he would be when his time comes to run this offense if he got to learn under Andy Ludwig? Get my point, Sean? Like, yeah. this is this is the dominoes that this thing happens on top of the egg on his face. And so it's just, um, it's unfortunate. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our next partner is Athletic Greens. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. I gave AGI a try because I wanted better gut health, sustained energy, immune support system, but I hate taking pills. And I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great, which is helping me kick my sugar addiction. In the morning before I get to work, I like getting something healthy in my body. And with AG1, I'm giving my body the nutrition it craves. It's very important for me to get my day started off with something healthy. But with my schedule, it's hard to prepare healthy meals. AG1 is a very quick way to pack my body with all that I need to jumpstart my day in a very healthy way. Covering my nutritional basis for the day literally couldn't be easier, which is why I trust Athletic Greens. I just mix one small scoop of AG1 with water and drink it first thing every morning. Done. I also like that it costs less than $3 a day. It's pretty good if you ask me. It's a really effective daily habit with the highest quality source ingredients. Win-win. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash Irish. That's athleticgreens.com slash Irish. Check it out. We have a super chat from Brian B. What's the silver lining in this, or should I just go to bed mad? Should never go to bed mad. When I uh, when I finish the show and I download everything, I will get be dropping on my knees tonight and uh, praying for calm and peace and remembering there's a lot more important things going on tonight than just football. We've seen what happened at Michigan State tonight. 
There's other things going on in our world that uh, are a lot more important than football. But it's okay to be frustrated about this. <laughs> but no, don't go to bed mad. Silver lining is, I'll tell you what my silver lining is. For now, Marcus Freeman's still the head coach. And I still have a lot of faith in Marcus Freeman to go, okay, this is what you want to do? All right. I'm going to still go do what I need to do to go out and win. You think Marcus Freeman's sitting there tonight like, man, well, we're going to suck this year. There's nothing I can do about it. He's like, all right, okay. Let me go see what I can do now. Let me go get let me go get a great candidate now. It's just he should have he should be in that situation, Sean. It'd be one thing if Andy Luck would turn it down. Right? He just doesn't want to leave Utah. All right, cool, man. That sucks. It, it's all it's all good. But hey, move on to the next guy. Be a little bit of a black guy, got turned down by a guy. But this is like, dude, this is on you, man. This is on you as a school. So he'll keep battling. And I think to me, that's the silver lining is about the only thing I can think of, man. It's just you know, Marcus Freeman's going to keep grinding. Chad Bowe's going to keep grinding, right? Jared Parker, Mike Mickens, Chancey Stuckey, Dillon, they're going to keep grinding, right? And it's, it's all you can really look at, right? Ryan Pratt with a super chat. Thank you, Ryan. How does Notre Dame even recover from this? New leadership. I'm talking above the football program. New leadership. That's what it takes. And my, there's, there, I got no other answers than that, Sean. New leadership. <laughs> so this is something that I always told my players. Excellence isn't just something you achieve on the football field. Yeah. Excellence needs to be something. Now, not all of them bought into it. Excellence needs to be something you achieve in everything. I always told my players this, Sean. In 20 years, when we meet up for our championship reunion. I'm not going to care. We're not going to care a whole lot about that catch. I mean, we'll reminisce about it, yeah. and it's, it's what you do. But I'm not going to care about that. That's not going to define you. What's going to define you is I want to know what kind of husband you are. I want to know what kind of father you are. I want to know what kind of business owner you are or employee you are, what kind of man you are, because I want you to strive for excellence in everything that you do, right? And – and then you got to put action to that, Sean, because then, and this is something that I, that I loved about what Marcus Freeman said, they're like, cause you'll listen to press conferences and you hear children running around in the background. It's all Freeman's kids and other coaches, kids So, well, why do you have your kids at practice? And his response was, cause I want them to see how important it is. I want to see them to see me as a father because he cares about, I want these young men to be successful as young men also. The administration says they give lip service to that, Sean. They give yeah. lip service to it. So until there's new leadership, a new president, I mean, I hate to say it. I've, I've tried to defend Jack Swarbrick on things, but I'm, I'm at the point now where it's like, are you really serious about this? Just be straight with me. Stop giving me BS. You've done a lot of good things. Stop giving me BS about how you care about the football team. You couldn't go get this done. It's just, it's new leadership, Sean. You got any, you got anything else? I mean, or hope that Marcus Freeman is so good, he's like Lou Holtz and he overcomes it. Because what y'all don't understand, Lou Holtz was winning championships and competing for championships when the school was going against him. The difference is Lou Holtz had 10, 15 years as a head coach experience. Marcus Freeman is is on year two. Yeah. That's the only hope that I have is new leadership and Marcus Freeman just rises above it. That's 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 all you got, right? I mean, you got anything yeah. else? You know, I've never seen an athletic director that wants praise for doing the bare minimum. Yeah. 
Yep. <laughs> it's like you want to pat on the back for doing your job. Yeah. Maybe, maybe if you work as hard building this Notre Dame team up as you do getting your name in the paper for what you're doing with the college football playoff committee and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Maybe we wouldn't be in this situation. You know, you're doing the stuff to try to get the NCAA president job. Okay. You didn't get that now. So what's your legacy going to be now? You know, how about maybe you start making Notre Dame your legacy again and start doing what you need to do? Cause there's nothing in the, in the, there's absolutely nothing in the motto, the mantra of what Notre Dame is that says you shouldn't go get the best because it costs too much. Yeah. Perception wise yeah. costs too much. Nothing about that. Next super chat from Riza, my dude. ND alum, three kids and Notre Dame football is my only hobby at this point. Super depressing and makes me ask, what's the point? Can't imagine how Marcus Freeman feels. Well, number one, what's the point is you got this phenomenal community of like-minded people that 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 agree with you and they can consult on you. And the other point is, no matter how pissed off you are right now, when it comes to sports, Sean, for me, there's still no sweeter feeling than being at Notre Dame Stadium and, and listening to Here Comes the Irish as the players run through the tunnel. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah. And you hope that someday it's going to change. Look, I mean, we go through these things in all types of aspects, Sean, right? We see in our country, you get bad presidents, bad Congress, and it's just like, man, can it get any worse? Yeah. Like, we're, we're done, yeah. right? You know, you think of, uh, you remember, remember the movie Miracle? And they're having a scene where the, the hockey players are playing flag football and they're, they're yeah. listening to Jimmy Carter's malaise speech about how off it was. Well, you know what? We got through it, right? We came out better you always go through these things when, when, you know, things, things suck and they look down, but you don't quit. You don't give up. You still battle through. You still remain faithful. Now, maybe you make your stance, make yeah. your stand, right? Figure out what that stand is, figure out what you're willing to do to make them pay. Right. And, but still, man, you still got to love that. The, that, that thing that runs through your, your blood of the love for university of Notre Dame, because here's the deal. I'm not blaming Sam Hartman for this. I'm not blaming Blake Fisher for this. I'm not blaming J.D. Bertrand and Benjamin Morris and Cam Hart for this. I'm not going to stop watching them because I'm pissed at what the leadership is doing. I'm going <laughs> to still support them. Right? I'm going I'm to do things to punish them. You know what I mean? But see, here's the thing. The administration knows that. So the people that can really do damage, it's not us. It's 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 the people that that swing the big sticks at Notre Dame. Yeah, that's who needs to step up and get them to wake up. I'm not giving you another dime until you fix this. You told me if we did this and I helped build this indoor thing, this, that, and the other thing, that you're going to do what it needs to take to go put a championship football team on the field. Yep. And you're not doing it. So the point is you still support the kids that are giving you everything they got to strap on that helmet and try to go win a championship. That's the point. And then say what you need to say to the, the quote-unquote leadership that continues to fail them. You got anything to add to that, Sean? Look, man, at this point, I think Marcus Freeman is hell-bent on finishing the nineteenth, the 2023 season as a national champion. Yep. And whatever obstacle comes his way, he's looking to overcome it. And it doesn't change his mindset towards his football team or the outlook on the season. That's how he feels. That's how he feels. But like Brian pointed out, 
I bet you he's fouling it away. I guarantee you he's fouling it away. That's, that's, yeah, I understand, man. And, you know, that is the seesaw of being a Notre Dame fan. We're all going to get emotional, be upset. And then the first news that breaks about the next commit in the 2024 class, our excitement is going to start to build yeah. back up. Because that's ultimately what it's about, Sean. Yeah. You don't fu- you're not listening to this program because of your deep affection for Jack Swarbrick or Father Jenkins. You're doing no. it because of your affection for whatever player you grew up as a boy watching or as a girl, young girl watching. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, dude, we we got people in this chat. We got a husband and wife in this chat that sometimes the husband will put in things, sometimes the wife puts in things. We got ladies that came up to us at things. Like we got all types of people from all, we got people, we got fans from Spain, Germany. We look at the numbers, Sean, on the podcast, and you'll see like people in Indonesia watching the show, yeah, which probably like our military people working over there. Yeah, it's like we, we, we're not in this together because we love Father Jenkins or Jack no. Swarbrick. No, I did it because I loved Tony Rice and Rocket Ismail and Michael Stonebreaker and Todd Light. Do you know what it's like for me when I got to watch to meet Todd Light for the first time? I'm trying to be professional. I'm it's Todd Light. It's Todd. You know what I mean? And and to 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 be able to 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 get to know him and these these that's why we do this and and for some ten year old kid now that's a Notre Dame fan now in twenty years he's going to be listening to this channel because we're not going anywhere and he's going to be talking about man I fell in love with Notre Dame the what I remember they're going to feel about the Notre Dame the Benjamin Morrison Clemson game right the way that I feel about watching Rocket and Tony Rice do what they did to Miami right. Yeah. And yeah. Pat Terrell and Todd Light and Frank Stams and all those cats. They're gonna be talking. About, I fell in love the night I was watching with my dad watching Benjamin Morrison and it, you know, and that's what they're gonna Logan Diggs and Audric Estime and 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 that's what we're doing it for. That's what the point is. That's what the point should be. All right. Next super chat from Cody Shreve. Thank you, Cody, very much. Why I say we will match Alabama offer then balk at this buyout? Are the admin actively trying to crush Freeman? Dude has killed it and gets no support. I've seen a lot of people say that they're setting Marcus Freeman up to fail. I don't believe that to be true, at least not intentionally. I don't think they're purposely doing things like, hey, we don't like Marcus Freeman. We were forced to hire him. So let's get him to fail. I don't believe that to be true. This is what they did to Brian Kelly as well in this regard. Yeah. There was other things Brian Kelly did that were his fault. When Brian Kelly tells a Notre Dame coach who asks him to make a phone call to a wide receiver that had a thousand yards last year in college football, Sean, and he says, I shouldn't have to beg a kid to come here. F that. <laughs> That's not happening with Marcus Freeman. So, but some of the other things that Brian Kelly fought for, he didn't get, right? Like they did not win a championship under Brian Kelly because they didn't have a chef. That was bullcrap Brian Kelly excuses. Yeah. Right. Do what you need to do, then you can advocate for the chef. Right. But with Marcus Freeman, the, he is doing that. He is fighting those fights. The kids are putting in the work. But you're not you're not carrying your end of the bargain now. And now it's time, time to hold your feet to the fire. I don't you may disagree, Sean. And if you do, please speak on it. I don't think this is intentionally trying to sabotage Marcus Freeman. It's the the byproduct is sabotaging Marcus Freeman, but I don't think it's intentionally against him. Well, see, it's not, it's bigger than that. They've allowed it to get to the point where that can be brought into the conversation. And that's because of their optics. 
they've allowed that to become a part of the conversation. And there's going to be a segment of the of the fan base that starts thinking that way and starts to view things that way. And that's their own doing. That's their own doing. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You know, I don't think, no, I don't think there's a conspiracy. You know, you hired him. I don't think you want this guy gone after two years or after three years. But at the same time, you're not doing your job. Right. You're not doing your job. And see, now, see, this is, it was hidden, right? You know why it was hidden? And maybe they didn't expect this, Brian. It was hidden because you had a guy like Brian Kelly who was willing to accept and roll with the punches and not work and use your lack of interest in investing in the football program as an excuse while he was able to still win 10 games a season and get to the college football playoffs a couple of times just to keep the fan base happy enough to keep buying into everything. But now you have this charismatic, exuberant, head coach now that's willing to do everything and shining a light on the program and you're unwilling to match his energy because you've never been willing to match energy. You've never been willing to really invest in the football program. So now he's out over his skis, head over heels to show everyone and show all of these young men, all of these teenagers, Notre Dame is the place to be four stars, five stars. You can succeed here at Notre Dame. Don't believe what everybody's been saying. And he gets out there, left alone, and he's dangling mm-hmm. now. Yep. You've left him dangling. He's going to he's going out there for you to destroy a narrative, and you left him hanging. Yep. And that's where we're at. Sean, you nailed it. The previous head coach never they were never exposed until he left and started doing this. Yeah. Right. But he never did it because because he would always he would always buy into the excuses. And it's just hard to recruit kids at you know, it's just you know, it's just we can't go down to here and get these right. kids or whatever the case right. might be. So he he propped that up. Because it helped him with his tea times. Right. There you go. It helped him with his tea times. Go. Yep. There you go. Let's get to the next one, Sean, from AST12321 with a super chat. Thank you very much. This is the worst I've ever felt as a Notre Dame fan. This hit me in the hope for this hit me in the hope for the future. If I'm framing, I'm looking for a new school if I keep winning. That's gonna be the narrative that keeps coming out, people. I mean, it yeah. is, Sean. It just is. Yeah. And it's not fair. And, and look, that's not how Marcus Freeman is thinking about this. This is us projecting onto Marcus Freeman what we're thinking. People that say, you know, Marcus Freeman is out. No, no, you're projecting your feelings onto him. That's not who he is. That doesn't mean at some point in time down the road, this stuff may not add up, you know. But right now, his focus is on, okay, let me go get into great OC. We're going to score points six, we're going to win. That's where he's at. You know, and he's going to keep grinding. He's not going to – look, Marcus Freeman's not going to get out there and say this things, these things. He's not, right? He may not even believe him for all I know. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm going to say it because this is where we're at. Yeah. And and there's and the thing is, Sean, it's like there's just no reason for it. There's no reason for it. 
this isn't somebody with a checker pass that you're like, ah, I don't know if you can do this because this yeah. cat, you know, I mean, you know what this guy it's not like they're trying to hire the defensive coordinator, you know, with his little issues he's had in the past, right? Right. You know, <laughs> this is a dude that is considered one of the classiest dudes in the business. Who in all honesty, in a lot of ways, represents what Notre Dame says they're about. Intellectual guy, respectful, mild-mannered, but really talented and really intelligent and successful. Isn't that what Notre Dame should want more of in this school? But apparently only alums get that kind of, you know, push. So, whatever. Brandon Bradford, Super Chat. Thank you, Brandon. Is this Notre Dame setting Freeman up for failure? I, you know, we addressed that. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. think so. But, but I can understand the feeling about it. I do, Absolutely. I do, Brandon. I do. Sean Kelly says, "I know you hate BK, but was he right in the end about this? To a degree, yes. But here's the difference between Brian, what Brian Kelly said. Brian Kelly's words to me about this fall on deaf ears because you didn't know you didn't do what you needed to do to win. Right? The chef ain't the one that that caused you to make some of the dumb decisions you did as a coach." Not having a team chef isn't why you decided I'm going to keep Brian Van Gorder on my staff for three years. Right. Right. right? I'm going to keep Paul Longo on my staff and I'm going to be so unaware of what's going on in my program. I'm not going to know that half my team has to get a gym membership just to get a good enough workout in. Right. That's not on the administration. That's not happening with Marcus Freeman and his, 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 his coaches. Right. So that's why this stings more because it didn't matter if the administration did whatever Kelly needed him to do. He wasn't going to go out and get an all. Here's the thing. You know why this never would have happened under Brian Kelly? Because he never would have gone after somebody like Andy Ludwig. <laughs> Thanks. Next one from Bailey Brad. Thank you for the super chat, Bailey. Why did the men damage the Notre Dame brand over $3 million? Makes Notre Dame look cheap on the national stage. Spot on. Spot. And, and he's right, Sean. It crushes the brand. Yeah. It crushes the brand. When Marcus Freeman says, hey, Notre Dame will support you. <laughs> really? Yeah. Really, coach? That's And that's what you said, Sean. Leaving him out was kind of like, hey, Marcus, go hang over that ledge and 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 do this. Take this risk. Yeah. We got your back. And he leans out. He looks back and like, where the freaking heck did everybody go? That was a great analogy you made, Sean. It's a great analogy you made. Brian B., thanks for doing the show. We all needed it. I feel better. I mean, well, we I, don't feel, I don't feel better. <laughs> I, I I feel like I've got out frustrations. I'm still pissed, right, right? But I feel like I got out some frustrations at least. So that's good. But well, we appreciate your super chat and your support. Charlie Weiss's last belt loop with a super chat. Thank you. Seems like the admin is more concerned about Tommy's success than Freeman's. Wow, terrible how they treat Marcus Freeman. We know it will be a bad hire now. Disgusting. Okay, again, I I, I don't get the last part. You 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 can't talk. Charlie, I love you, man, but you, you, you always like got that last sentence that I'm like, I just can't go with you there, man. <laughs> but, Sean, he's got a lot of merit in that first sentence. Yeah, It seems like Jack Swarbrick has always cared more about doing what it takes to prop up Tommy Reese mm-hmm. than Marcus Freeman. Yep. 100%. I look. It's just not good. It's just not good. Just the things that were leaked. You know, to- autonomy and all of that type of stuff. That Marcus shows- Freeman doesn't get the job if Tommy doesn't stay. All so, of that type so, of stuff. So yeah. Marcus owes his whole career to Tommy Reese. Mm-hmm. And again, not a shot at Tommy. Tommy wasn't the one telling people that. I just want to make sure that's clear. 
But that's the bull crap that happened and what we've been dealing with. We'll match whatever we need to do to keep Tom Reese. Marcus mm-hmm. Freeman didn't ask you to do that. I promise no. you, Marcus Freeman didn't ask you to do that. <laughs> Next super chat. Mike Nolan says, can't believe that this is the only reason. Seems impossible. Was just Notre Dame side. Makes Notre Dame look like amateur hour. I've had a lot of people say there's got to be more to it. Look, y'all, this is it. I've done my, I did my homework. I I promise you this. Look, look, we're frustrated right now, but I promise you, Sean knows who I talk to. We didn't just hear this news and then jump on this and say, hey, we're feeling a certain way about it. Yeah. I'm feeling a certain way because everything that was reported nationally is exactly what I've been able to confirm on my end. And it's like, wow. So that, that, I I was honestly, when I started doing talk, I was, Sean, I honestly was reaching out. Can I, can I read this tweet from sure. Josh Newman, which I yeah, think is spot on. Uh, Josh Newman, he is the Utah Utes beat writer for the Salt Lake Tribune. He just tweeted this out an hour ago. One thought before bearing down to do some writing. You do not bury this event on campus unless you think that deal is getting done. Woof. Okay. Bye for now. Sean, you broke up about halfway through the beginning. Can you read that again? The first part of it cut out. We didn't get the first part. Okay. Once again, it's from Josh Newman. He covers the Utah Utes for the Salt Lake uh, paper out there. Salt Lake Tribune. He says, you do not very publicly have the potential next offensive coordinator appear at an athletics event on campus. Unless you think that deal is getting done. Yep. Woof. Okay, bye for now. Yep. This is the guy that covers Utah. That's basically yep. saying you embarrassed yourself. Yep. You clowned you, yourself. You did all of that public showing yep. off. Yep. Only to have the people upstairs say, nope, we don't care. Yeah. Now, that's not what Marcus Freeman – he wasn't showing off Andy No, Ludwig. no, but I'm just saying. That's the perception, right? Yeah. To your point, right. But you don't do that if you don't – you don't bring him on campus if you're not feeling pretty good about it. Yeah. You don't push back other coaches that want to come interview if you don't feel pretty good about it. I kept being told by sources today, I feel great, feel great. They knew he wanted this job. I don't think it crossed people's minds that a buyout was going to be the reason that this thing get done. <laughs> Because they just assumed the school has said they got our backs. So, yeah. of course, they're going to buy it, take a buyout. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, he's got to go win and prove something. He can't win if you won't support him. That's not how it works. You hire him to do a job. You give him all the resources he needs to do it. You don't say, go win first, then we'll support you. No. You give him the tools to be successful. And then if he doesn't do the best with those tools, then you say, hey, we've got to find somebody else. And according to Josh Newman, Andy Ludwig arrived back in Salt Lake on uh, Sunday. It had been Saturday on night. Saturday, Saturday yeah. night. I'm sorry. And Cal Whittingham was in Arizona at the right. Super Bowl. So right. they didn't even speak until tonight. Right. That was their first meeting. So, and that was with anticipation of Andy Ludwig being able to tell him. You know, thank you. I'm going to Notre Dame. <laughs> Unbelievable. 
Absolutely unbelievable. It's a clown show. Joe Papiti says, "I'm um, um, thank you for Joe, for the super chat, Joe. Unbelievably upset. This is such a bad look. Right now, our entire class is at risk. If you ask me, I just don't get it. Wasn't it like 450k? No, I was a lot higher than that. It was 2.8 million is what we were told. Here's the thing, though: uh, the entire class is in the risk because Marcus Freeman's still your head coach, and that's what's going to keep these kids here. It's not what the school's doing; it's what Marcus Freeman's doing." Yeah, Joe Papini also had another super chat, Sean. He said they 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 want their cake and eat it too. They want sellouts and the best TV deal, but they don't put it back to the team. Hate to say it, but typical religious organization in my experience. I mean, that's a little unfair, uh, but you know, it's a bad look. Either way, it's a really bad look. Yeah, but he's right about the first part anyway. Yeah, they want all the they want the sellouts. They want the TV deal. They want the max deals. They want to charge a, a, a lot of money for this, that, and the other thing. But they're not willing to say, hey, but we're going to take that money and say, hey, Sean, like, you know how I run my business. When we had a successful year in 2021. Put it right back into the business. Right back into it. Hired hired Ryan, you know, started having you do stuff. Went and got Sean Styers, right? Did all those things because, hey, we're going to make the product even better, right? And I've been, and and we, Irish Breaks, have been rewarded for that because our company grew. Our everything grew because we started doing a better job. And that's what I keep saying. Anyone that knows how to run a business, and this is a big problem in, 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 in with academic institutions, Sean, is there's too many people that don't, that are in charge of the, because schools are businesses now. Let's be real about it. Schools are businesses now. And the reason so many of them struggle financially and why so many schools went broke during COVID when the, when the government money and different things stopped coming in is because they don't know how to run a freaking business. They're living outside their means, relying so much on the on the on not the government money. I'm sorry, the TV money. <coughs> the different the the, the uh, hundred thousand people sell out stadiums were not there anymore because they were live they were living basically paycheck to paycheck, like you see with a lot of professional athletes. That you know, hey, I'm making a hundred million dollars, so I'm living like a dude that makes a hundred million dollars. But someday I'm not going to be making a hundred million dollars, and then I got to sell everything. You know what I mean? And and that's the problem is there's they're just not good business people. Right. Like, hey, I'm going to I'm going to spend now because I know that this is going to end up paying off big time in the end. And they're just not willing to do that. That's the only thing I can think of. I I just can't think of anything else. Charlie Weiss, the last belt loop with another one. The truth is they want Freeman to fail. They go seven and five. And next year with Watt and Parker, fire him and bring in another old guy that brings an average kid that they don't like Freeman and what he can do. Again, Charlie, I get you're upset, man, but that's not it. I, if they didn't want Marcus Freeman to be the head coach, he wouldn't be the head coach. And and they'd be doing this to whoever they hired. If they'd have hired Luke Fickle or Dave Clawson or Matt Campbell, they'd be doing the same thing to him. Mm-hmm. It, again, it's not against Marcus Freeman personally. It's not, I promise you. Yeah, They wouldn't have hired him if they didn't. But it, it, the the point is, though, Sean, you said it earlier, but what they're doing – is creating this feeling. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like there was something I I did in my career one time where you know, I I did something and it and it was it was said back to me that I did something but I didn't do it. And so my dad said to me he was like, "You know, yeah, you didn't do that, but you still put yourself in a situation where that can be perceived, can be perceived. that you, yeah. that's on you." Yeah. How they handled it, that's on them. 
But what yeah. you did to put yourself in that situation, even though you technically didn't do anything wrong, yeah. you knew you shouldn't have done what you did, that you shouldn't even been in that situation. That's on you. Yeah. Right. And that's what they're doing. I don't think that they, I don't think they're trying to undermine Mark. I think the people I, the higher ups I know, they want Marcus to succeed. They just want him to succeed in their little, their little way of doing it and not willing to say, well, you know, well, this is just the way it has to, has to be done. Right. And it's just, and then come out and tell us that that's not really what they're doing. That's my thing. Sean, you said at the beginning, just be honest. That's all. Just stop lying to us. Just say, hey, y'all, look, y'all, not, we're okay with nine to three. Someone's looking embarrassed. We're okay. We're okay. Matt D with a super chat. Appreciate you, Matt. The administration just proved that we are the Stanford of the Midwest. Football is clearly not important. 2.8 million. Come on, man. I mean, <laughs> I can't say, uh, I can't say I necessarily disagree with that, Sean. I don't, you know, I mean, look, if you want to be like the Ivy League, just go join the Ivy League. The Ivy League does not lie. They do not lie to people. Hey, academics are a recreational activity here in the Ivy League. Mm -hmm. And they don't lie about it. They don't pretend they're something different. So just do that. Just going back to Josh uh, Newman's tweet, I think it's important to recognize that I think the actions for those involved that were at the game, I think they did feel like at some point it was a done deal. Mm-hmm. I, venture to, I, I venture to say that Marcus Freeman at some point felt like it was a done deal. I think he felt like the buyout was going to be taken care of. And when it wasn't, I'm sure it was a jolt in a way, a revelation. Like, oh, really? Because on the Utah side, they felt like, okay, we see where this is trending. We <laughs> it looks like he's he's I doubt Utah, people in Utah thought Notre Dame would balk at two point eight. Yeah, they dude, they thought he was gone. Yes. I mean, they were already right, he's gone. Yeah. And they were I mean, because Sean, in 2010, Utah came here to play Notre Dame. And I've said this before, they were some of the best fans I ever met. Just nice and polite and just, they know, they knew. This is Notre Dame, man. We're Utah. They knew. They were cool with it. They they understood. Yeah, of course you. It's Notre Dame called, man. We get it. We got nothing beloved for you. And then, bam. And then what are they, and think of what they did to Brian, to, to Andy Ludwig, man. The position he's now in. All the players know that he basically wanted to take this job. So... Mm. Got it. USC fans speaking truth tonight, Sean. Roger Dodgers, our uh, resident USC fan, he said, USC fans go to the program for bad leadership. Notre Dame fans may look into that. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. Brandon uh, Debelik said, Sean Gleason, come on down. It's an offensive coordinator candidate. Brian B. also said, what do you tell the kids on the team? You know what, though? For me, it's you just tell them, I mean, look, honestly, something like this can can really create an us-against-the-world mentality. And, Sean, that's what Miami did. That's what Jimmy Johnson did. Yeah, he did. He did that masterfully. Masterfully. I would encourage Marcus to look into that. Hey, look, everybody's against us, even our own people. Yeah. So this is about us. 
and Jimmy was smart enough to get out of there. Yeah. Just before. <laughs> yeah. Everything started to break down. Yep. Yep. Donaher, the bulldog with a super chat. He said, sorry to say it, but this speaks volumes to control and an audit should be done on money's made and where it's going. Joe Papiti said, and we were thinking we were getting an NFL coach. I'm not sure what that means. Is he talking about the Leftwich stuff? Because we never thought that. And we've said before the Joe, the Byron Leftwich thing was always a fake. So I don't know where that came from. But Charlie Weiss's last belt loop. Do donors now call Jack and ask what the F is going on? They better. They better. Those are the only people that really have any say. I Let's would. be real, Sean. 80,000 people are still going to show up for the big games next year. Yeah. They're still going to tailgate. Because why? Because they, they love this institution. It's like it's an abusive relationship. That's what we're all in an abusive relationship with Notre Dame. <laughs> they beat us, they slap us around, they disrespect us, they they then they tell us they're sorry and they still love us. And we say, okay, we love you too. And we keep taking it. We keep taking it, we keep taking it. It's an emotionally abusive relationship, not physically, emotionally. Because we love it. And at the end of the day, there's the kids. Because we love the kids. We're always gonna be here for the kids. And I'm talking about Logan Diggs, Tobias Merriweather, Joe Walt, Zeke Carell, Benjamin Morrison, Cam Hart, Xavier Watts. That's what I'm talking about. Because we're still going to have their back. Yep. So, And they know it. They know it. They know it. That's why they keep doing what they're doing. So the people that can really make changes are the people that control the pocketbook. Stop giving your money. If you're a big donor and you don't like what's happening, see the problem is there are some donors, Sean, that are just that are just total. Hey, we can never say a bad thing. We'll just believe whatever we're told. There's that too. Mm. Until in, until the donors that, that aren't that way step up and say, Hey, you want my money? For what? I gave you ten million dollars last year. You couldn't use a little sum of that right. to to go get freaking Andy Ludwig from Utah. Yeah. So what am I giving my money for? So you couldn't even get a buyout for an endowed position. The salary is freaking endowed, Sean. <laughs> Meyer 03 with a super chat. Notre Dame paid Charlie $19 million to not coach here. We can't pay $3 million for the guy we want. That's facts, Sean. That's facts. That's facts. Thomas Bolin with a super sticker. Thank you, Thomas. Very very much for that. Charlie Weiss's last belt loops on fire tonight, Sean. Lou Holtz 2.0. We've seen it before. Get ready for Marcus Freeman hit piece. They will lie about this man. It's terrible to see this. Is, bro, you're, you're taking this a little too personally when it comes to the Marcus Freeman angle. And I appreciate you, buddy. And I appreciate the support and all the super chats. But that ain't it, man. Like, this is wrong, but we need to be able to stay on. Because, see, here's what happens. When you start kind of going off on a tangent like that, we're losing sight of what's going on. They want us to go on that tangent. Because they know it's not true. The, the the one thing that I never get bothered by when people accuse me of things, Sean, is when they accuse me of something that I know is not true. You can't remember that. Yeah. I know that's not true. So you call me, that doesn't mean anything. So when we lose focus of but where it stings a little bit. So like if my wife says something to me, and I, I know I didn't do it, I don't get nervous. I didn't do it. What am I going to be worried about? When my wife hits me between the eyes with like, you're doing this, and I know I did it. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's not a good feeling right there, man. I want to get all. out of this conversation right now. 
You know what I mean? Come to me. It's like that great Bill Burskett. Did you ever see that one? Uh, Sean, I got to send it to you. The one where he's talking about how, uh, you know, uh, he's always getting in arguments with his his lady, and he always ends up, like, losing the arguments because they'll start coming up with some crazy stuff, and then he calls them a name, and then he lost the argument. He's like, stay in the lane. He goes, the last thing that they want you to do is to go off tangent. Stay on the point. You've you've won the fight. He goes, you know, they'll throw in some some insults here. You just bob and weave. You know what I mean? Take it, and because you got the W, you got the win. Yeah. And and the last thing that they want you to do is to come at them with what they know to be true. Right. But when you go on tangents like this, it's not true. So Jack Swarbrick doesn't have to be worried about you saying you ultimately want Matt Marcus Freeman to, to fail because he doesn't. Right. He wants Marcus Freeman to succeed. He's just not willing to do what it takes. And the administration not willing to do what it takes to make that happen to the degree that they need to. And so, so stay, stay. I mean, we got to stay on, on point about this. It's one thing. Look, I get it, man. We're upset, Charlie. I, I'm with you, buddy. Sean's upset. I'm upset. Yeah. We're fired up. That's why it's one o'clock in the morning. And us and 882 people right now are still on this chat because we're fired up. But we got to stay on point, though, right? Stay focused on what the reality is. Them wanting to purposely do this to Marcus, it ain't it. It ain't it. There's lots to be pissed about. That's just not where we need to be, in my opinion. Sean, do you do you agree with me on that, Sean? Absolutely. Okay. I'm right there with you, Brian. I'm right there with you. I'm not about to go over the top about conspiracy theories and, you know, what people are trying to do to Marcus Freeman. I, I think it's something that's always been there. And I just think it's being exposed. Yeah. And Marcus Freeman, just he's just the next head coach in line to have to deal with it. Yeah. Let's get to the next one here, Sean. We got one from uh, Joe Papiti. says they won't spin it. They'll just refuse comment because they think they're above it all. They'll spin it. Now, they won't do it directly, Joe, but trust me, they'll get their puppets to go out there and say what needs to be said. Yeah, There's no doubt about that. Jim Howard in the Super Chat, Indian administration wants all the benefits without any sacrifices. That is a great way of putting it, Sean. It is a great way of putting it. Yeah. You know what? That's unfortunate, right? That's, man, that's really unfortunate. Man, they want, they want to be recognized as, you know, yeah, we're the administration, Notre Dame. And the truth of the matter is, it's like no one cares who you are. Yep. Like no one cares who you are. If you walk past us on a Saturday at a game, we wouldn't even recognize you. But let yep. one of the former players walk by. Everybody's going crazy. Like, recognize what really drives the bus here. You know, I. Yep, that's a great, Jim, that's a great point, man. Joe Papiti says, think what this does for Utah recruiting. And that's exactly how that got out tonight. That's mm-hmm. exactly how that got out tonight. David Carpenter with Super Chat. This is George O'Leary in reverse. George misrepresented himself to Notre Dame. And here I feel like Notre Dame has misrepresented themselves to me. I wish it was easy to part ways with Notre Dame. Hard to be a fan tonight. I get it. I get it. I get too. it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get that feeling. I get that feeling. Um, I would say I don't think George O'Leary misrepresented himself. I think his resume had been that way for so long. I don't even think he realized it, to be honest, completely honest with you. It was kind of a minor thing. It wasn't even to me like that big of a thing, but um, yeah. 
Let's get to the next one, Sean. I'm with you, David. I feel your pain, man. I just I got nothing for you. I mean, I just I feel your pain. I was about Joe to say, Papiti. what else can you say? Yeah, Joe Papiti and Charlie White Weiss's last belt loop, man. There's a couple more. They're there. on a roll tonight. We could have started a, a buyout fund, Nanny Ludwig buyout fund. We might have got there a little bit. We love we love Joe. This was most obvious fit and per- perfect hire. They let yes, Brian chump change from an NCA big time program standpoint get in the way. Coaches and kids will be exiting stage left soon. Okay, I'll, I'll say this again, Sean. Players don't react the way that we do. They're much more calm. We said every time there's something, every time Notre Dame loses, how many kids are going to decommit after this loss? I was like, yeah. none. Yeah. Right? Because they don't react the way we do. Okay? They look at it differently. If anything, Sean, this is going to force a lot of them to just kind of pull even closer together. You know? That's I just, agree with that. Yeah. Because that's what the teams back in the 80s and 90s did. They knew the school wasn't supporting them. They knew that. Didn't matter because it was about them. Yeah. Because if they won, no one's going to talk about who the no one's going to talk about who the president was in 1988. <laughs> no one's talking about who the AD was or who 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 whoever else was in the business office. They're going to talk about Tony Rice and Pat Terrell and Todd Light and Frank Stams and George Williams and Arnold Ali and and uh, the late Andre Jones and Michael Stonebreaker and Tony Rice and Rocket Ismail and Ricky Waters and Andy Heck and Dean Brown and that's who we're going to remember, not the other crap. And that's where they kind of come together. Yeah. So I feel your pain, but players don't react that way. And because they're they're usually honestly part of the reason they're on that stage, honest, because they're usually me- mentally tougher than most of us. Yeah. Right. And and have a different focus. Derek Jancart said uh, Jack Swarbrick is the Neil Huntington of the of ADs. That's obviously the Pirates GM who was great at drafting big time prospects and then trading them away because he didn't want to pay them. So yes, you're absolutely right. Fatfish says if two main was too much, what was the number they realistically expected? See, most guys have buyouts of like a million bucks. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. I mean, this is a big buyout. It is. I'm not gonna lie, but it, it shouldn't be too big for Notre Dame. So they're seeing it being big and too big. That's the difference. That's the difference. All right. Let's get to the next one here. We got one from Charlie Weiss's last belt loop. Charlie, I'm actually going to, um, but okay, I'm going to, uh, so he says, I will continue to support IB and Coach Freeman, but after he leaves, I don't know. Man, you'll always be here with us. You can't leave us, man. You, you, you know, because <laughs> you, you'll, you'll be, be, you'll feel better tomorrow. I promise you. Hopefully you stay mad, but just in the right, channel in the right direction. Joe Papiti, doesn't this find the face of what Freeman said his goal is to always go after the best? Yeah, but it's not Marcus Freeman making that decision not to do that, though. <clears throat> right. Yeah. You know, and Joe Papiti also says, does this bring the Akron head coach back into play? That's Joe Moorhead. Hey, Joe Moorhead just got an extension, which means his buyout just went up. When they it did these extensions, buyouts go up. So, yep. nope. No, but and he Joe was never Moorhead a top. Leveraging yeah, his name being mentioned. 100%. Yes. 100%. He was never a top guy. He was a guy that was was vetted, but it was never that to that degree it was never to that degree all right let's get to the next one from thomas boland with another super chat thank you i'm a longtime member of the soren society where the entire entry point is two thousand dollars i sent them a message given the situation i am done others should let them know i mean honestly thomas it's people like you that are going to make this known hey i'm sick of spending money i spend because here's what here's what bothers me about these academic folks is they think that that they're the reason that Notre Dame has every all the nice bells and whistles. Mm-hmm. They're not. 
if you didn't have the Notre Dame football team, you'd just be you'd literally be just like the Catholic University of America. You'd just be like Loyola. That's who you'd be. You are what you are because of the 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 football program. That's who you are. That's why you have what you have. It's because the hundreds of millions of dollars that the football team brings in. Not because of not because of you. And yeah. That's I mean, Thomas, that's how you hit him, Sean. That right there is how you hit him. David Carver says, my life as a Notre Dame fan is as one of being made fun of fun of me for being a fan. And I was willing to bear the embarrassment, but I was proud of being a fan because of what Notre Dame stood for. Now I'm embarrassed in some ways you should be embarrassed. In other ways you should, there's still things that Notre Dame stands for that you should still be proud of. And especially when it comes to the players, I mean, that's the thing is we we've got to be able to separate. And that's the challenge though, Sean, right? Yeah. Yeah. The challenge is, is being able to say, I'm going to hit you here because it only affects you here, but I'm still not going to do this because then I'm now I'm punishing the players for what the, it's what the other, it's like, it's like punishing kids for what the parents do. Right. right? I'm not doing that. Right. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at. <sighs> yeah. Here's here's a fat fish with a super chat. Thank you, fat fish. You have the perfect fit as a head coach, the perfect leader to represent your program moving forward, and your program is hobbled by administrators. I mean, that's that's fair. Spot on, man. Spot on. Caleb Collins. If Marcus Freeman, if I'm Marcus Freeman, I'm gonna leave at the end of the next major head coaching position. Next, he leave at the next major head coaching position. I would want to be supported by my school. It's, I don't know if he's gonna do that or not, but I mean, could yeah. you, if if he wins, could you blame him? Yeah. Uh, Liam rock with a super sticker. Thank you very, very much for that. Craig E. Sebring. So now who do we go get as OC Craig? We will have that conversation over the next couple days. Well, so because we're doing this show tonight, I'm going to give Ryan a chance to vent tomorrow a little bit. And then after I let Ryan vent, we'll talk about some candidates and who, and who Notre Dame should look for. So we'll have that yeah. conversation tomorrow. Patrick Poon. Will this affect financial support for Notre Dame? I don't know. It should. I mean, that's the yeah. only way anything changes, Sean, right? I mean, that's, that's it. It has to be the way you you kind of vent your frustrations. It's through the pockets. That's it. You know, let them know. It's the only way people like that. It's, it's the same thing with politicians. It's the same thing with business people. They're going to do whatever they want to do until you start saying, I'm going to hit you where it hurts you the most. Sean, whenever I've talked about sanctions, what the NCAA should do to schools, what have I always? what do I always lead with? financial sanctions yep they don't care if you don't you know they don't care if you say hey we're gonna make you vacate when so right they don't we're not care. giving up the gate from those games right you know what i mean we're not giving you the tv revenue back say <laughs> you, you played an ineligible player in those two seasons you got to give us the tv revenue you made from those two seasons because you defrauded us right guess what people be a little bit more strict about uh let's make sure we don't put an ineligible player on the field right but that's the only way you can get them it's the only way you can get them. Dark Moon Blade, hate to put you on the spot, but where do you think Notre Dame's OC search, uh, search goes now? I wanted to thank you for the super chat, Dark Man Blue, but as I said earlier, we'll, we'll get to this tomorrow. So we'll, I promise you we'll have a conversation on this tomorrow. Uh, Go Irish says, seems like it was pretty quick. No, we won't pay the buyout negotiation decision made today. Thoughts about who Jack consulted with before making the decision? Wealthy alums would have covered. I don't know who they consulted. I, I, I don't. I, and, and here's the thing. 
we're fired up and ticked off right now, but what I don't want to do is speak on things that I don't know. I don't know if Jack consulted any don't. I know there's some that he didn't consult, but that doesn't mean he didn't go to the big ones. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. I I have no idea. I don't want to say he didn't because I, I can't speak to that. I'll tell you what, though. We're understanding right now why Utah has so much coaching continuity because they're getting <laughs> they're these smart. Dudes, yes, big buyouts. Yeah. yeah, big buyouts. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy with Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketplace platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. It's okay if you don't know much about marketing. Constant Contact's writing assistant tools and automation features help you craft messaging and say the right things at the right time. I use this to help write and send my email newsletters, and you should too. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Brandon Bradford, we got finally get someone that understands the school, and for this to happen to him is ridiculous. I forever, I will forever be Notre Dame faithful, but this hurts. I think that's a better way to talk about the impact on Marcus Freeman. Yeah. Is this right here is much more um along the lines of of more, yeah, this is spot on because you do have a guy that gets this institution. You do have a guy that will not make excuses for lack of success, even though you know he knows what really went down. Yeah. And you're not doing what you need to do to support him. You do you have someone who literally converted to freaking Catholicism when he became the head coach at Notre Dame. I wouldn't do that. You know what I mean? But um and and this is how this is how you do them. Oh right? man. This is how you do them. So that's a great point, Brandon. Uh, Charlie Weiss's last belt loop. A lot of my super chats. I was pissed. My bad, guys. Hey, man, we we know. No, we, we know. We appreciate we know. your authenticity and your emotions. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Fat fish with another super chat. To be honest, it doesn't surprise me anymore to hear Notre Dame is cheap after working in South Bend in 15 years. They are unwilling to pay their bills elsewhere, and he ain't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler has <laughs> super chat. The Marcus Freeman and Andy Ludwig combination felt like Jordan and Pippen and Notre Dame paid three million. That's said that three million. That's too much. I mean, Tyler, I, I, I mean, Sean, I mean, I'll tell you what, man, this is why we man. wanted to read some of these super chats tonight because uh, this is just spot on. 
this is just, I mean, some of these stuff, some of this stuff is just y'all voicing your frustrations and we feel you. But some of the stuff is y'all are just, I mean, y'all are nailing it. Y'all are making yeah. the points better than we are, as good as we are in some instances. I mean, you guys are you guys are absolutely nailing it. Let's get to the next one, Sean. Cade Cortez, thank you for, for this very much, Cade. Appreciate the super sticker. Justin Hunter says, with a super chat, thank you, Justin. Is this a John Jenkins or Jack problem? Both. Both. Yeah, it's both. Joe Papiti said, should have said, thank you for another super chat, Joe. We appreciate you, man. Should have said, and we honestly thought we were in the running to get a current NFL coach to be the OC, and the school won't step up for the buyout. What a joke. They were never in the running, though. That's what I keep saying. I've said this, like, for over a week now. That was a fake report. That was not, that was a bad intel. They were never in the running for Byron Leftwich, and, you know, there was a brief conversation. That was it. He wasn't coming to college. They weren't going to pursue it. Brian Johnson was never in the running. So that's what I'm saying is they weren't in the running for that. So so I get what you're saying, but like they they weren't they just weren't in the running for that. Cade Cortez with another super chat, Sean. Thank you for this, Cade. If it's nothing against Marcus Freeman, what is it? Three million seems like the drop in the bucket for earning money. Does the admin just not care? Maybe that's it, Sean. Maybe it's this fake notion of oh I have to, uh, I can't do that because I'm such and such and I believe in this standard, so I can't some. It's like that bullcrap that Brian Kelly pulled from recruiting. We're Notre Dame. I shouldn't have to convince a kid to come here. Yeah, You're using that as an excuse for your laziness. When in reality, you don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. Yeah, I wonder how many football people are actually part of the administration. Because I hope they didn't look at at Andy Ludwig and say, well, is he really worth this buyout? Like, what has he really done to be worth all of this money? Well, if they'd have asked me, I'd have told him exactly what he's done mm. to, 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 to be worth all that money. Yeah. So, yeah. But the fact is, his head, your head coach felt this is what he needed to be successful. And you were saying, no, nah, sorry, bro. Can't do it for <laughs> you. Can't do it for you. It's too much. Too rich for our blood. Oh, man. Beef eater says uh, thank you for super chat beef eater not happy about this but two four two point five million salary and a three to four million buyout equals six point five million for one year of ludwig or nine million if he stays for two years does that make sense the only comp i could find is the 750 oh you paid to old miss for jeff levy i don't know where you're getting 2.5 million dollar salary from the dude made 820 grand last year he wasn't leaving for 2.5 million dollars that's not what they were offering him to get there and he also wasn't getting three to four million dollar buyout so if, unless you're talking about the two coaches, and here's the thing, does that make sense? Hell yes, it makes sense if it means you got a chance <laughs> to win a championship. Hell to the yes, it does. See, this is the problem. They have the fan base thinking like this. Yes. See, because the SEC fan base, this would be offensive. Yes. SEC fans would be offended by this. And somehow, you know, we've convinced the fan base to act as if we're the sisters of the poor. Right. Well, once again, Notre Dame is sitting on a mint. Like, are yep. you kidding me? I don't care if it was $15 million. Right. As someone just said, they paid $19 million to a coach not to coach at Notre Dame. They wanted to get rid of him that bad. Yep. And we're sitting here complaining about $6 million. There is no devil advocate. Stop trying to make Notre Dame look better in this situation. There is no look better in this situation. Yep. There is yep. none. 
It's a bad look. It's a very bad look. Uh, frustrating. Jake, and that's where you lose, Sean. Once you get once you get the people to buy the lie. Yes. And you have no hope. And we could have a whole different conversation on this one outside of football, but that's exactly where you're at. Once people buy the lie, you've lost. I guarantee you there was not one person in Alabama's administration that was worried about buyout when it came to Tommy Reese. I don't nope. care what the buyout was. If Nick Saban said he wanted him, cut the check. Yep. Yep. Yep, 100%. Justin Knox with a super chat. Thank you, Justin. Has that has that ship uh, totally sailed or could Notre Dame save face somehow and cite miscommunication and reconcile and just pay the buyout and bring Ludwig in still? I don't know. I I hope so. I I would really hope so. Uh, but I don't know. I really don't. Mm-hmm. And almost, and, and then it's it's kind of like okay. Then it's like okay. Now you look like you you, <laughs> you, look, you got punked into it. You know what right, I mean? Which fine. Right. I don't care as long as you get the right guy. Like I don't care how you get there, man. Sean, I, I don't. I don't care how you get yeah. there. Just yeah. make it make it happen. BDA King Brian, where's Parker on Freeman's pecking order for the job? It's been reported he's on the list, but not at the top. Do you believe that is true? And is Freeman getting any pushback from the admin about promoting him? I mean, they probably love it because then it's cheaper for him. You know, um, I don't know that he's getting pushback on it. I, 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 I've I, never heard anything like that. I think Jared Parker, if Marcus Freeman felt that Jared Parker was the absolute number one guy for the job, he would have just yeah, promoted him. I think him. he would have promoted him. Yes. I think he understands that, Mark, that Jared Parker is an excellent coach. I think he's very high on Jared Parker, but he also understands that there's some guys out there with a lot more experience and a track record. And that's the thing is, you know, they, they brought in Colin Klein, right? But from what I'm told, kind of Ludwig was that guy sort of from the beginning. He was a little hesitant to look at Notre Dame at first because he was happy there. But then, you know, you talk and you're like, man, this is, this is an attractive job. They, they kind of liked that experience part of it. Jared Parker doesn't have that same level of experience. And again, it goes back to what I think Marcus Freeman believes this team can be the next two years. Does he have faith in Jared Parker? Absolutely. This is me speaking now. And I, I know that he has faith in Marcus and Jared Parker. That I know. This is now Brian Driscoll giving his opinion. Okay. I also believe that he believes Jared Parker would be even better in a couple of years <laughs> getting to work with someone like Andy Ludwig. That's what I also think. Yeah. Which is called smart, being smart, being a sharp, forward thinking head football coach. Let's go win with Andy Ludwig. He's 58. You know, we win here. He he retires. And then, bam, I'm ready to go promote my guy. You know, and we're ready to keep rocking and rolling. That's called yeah. being a good coach. Yeah. But it didn't get done. Cuba Puig says, my question is, where do you even go from here? Man, that's – well, I'm going to bed after this. That's where I'm going from here. But after that, you know, look, it's it, – it, well, here's, here's where you go from here. Here's what Marcus Freeman does. Okay. Okay, this is what you want to do? All right, I'm going to go out and get the next best guy I can get. And to me, if I'm him, I'm going to make them have to reject all my choices. I'm still going out trying to find the best guy that I can. I'm going to make you say, no, I can't afford that. Yep. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to put their feet to the fire. 100% what I'm doing. Zach Nichols says, any chance public pressure gets admin to reassess? I I doubt it. it. Public pressure means nothing to them. No. Money pressure is what matters. 
That's the only public that would have any influence. Is that right there? Ed three says, do you think we can get Paul Feinbaum to publicly humiliate Notre Dame for this cheap, embarrassing blunder to shame them oh, into making up for this? A, he, he's he going to do that. An opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> he won't miss. This an will be discussed on the Paul Feinbaum show. I'm, I'm sure. Uh, but do I want him to do it? I don't want him to do it. I mean, I don't particularly care for that show very much, um, but that's going to happen. John, that's going to happen, man. Oh, absolutely. There's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about that, too. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Casa Hodge with a super chat. Thank you very, very much. Brian and Sean, is there a slim possibility the Notre Dame administration changed their minds due to the media heat and pay the buyout or the administration staying firm regardless of the outside noise? Let me explain something to y'all. Notre Dame gives zero, zero Fs about the media. Zero. <laughs> the local media. They don't right. care. Why do you think they always leak everything to the national media? Not us. They don't care about us. Right. Well, let's be real about that. We're a means to an end. That's it. But they don't care what we say. As Well, they care what we say from the standpoint of Sean is, is there may be like a, you know, hey, you can't say that. But they're not going to care from the standpoint of, gee, we should rethink our decision because Such Brian Driscoll same. thinks this is a stupid decision. Yeah. They don't care about that. What, they don't care what you think. You think they're going to care what we think? Man. And you guys make them a lot more money than we do. So they don't care. Uh, CBAM says, I don't care for BK, but this seems like a flashback. Admin doesn't support the football team. And you're in that regard, you're spot on. Cesar, uh, Pen and Lilio, I think is Pen and Lilio, Pena Lilio. I hope I'm saying that right, Cesar. I'm really sorry if I get that wrong. I appreciate the fact you are doing this live program with honest opinions and analysis of the entire situation. It does suck, to be honest. Greetings from Southern Cal. The coffee mug is awesome. Appreciate you, Cesar. Cesar got the coffee mug because he is a member of the Shamrock Club, Sean. I believe that or the Gold Club or the Blue Club. But we have the Booster Club where you can support our breakdown. And if you're part of the Shamrock Club, you get not only do you get the free content, it's it's meant to support us, but we're also we give you a, an IB mug club. Yeah. IB Club mug. Uh you get that for free. And it's just it's our it's a coffee mug that I have, but it's just got IB Club on it. And only IB Club members have it. I don't have one. Sean doesn't have one. It's only for IB Club members. And then if you're a uh if you get the blue club, you also get that. If you're if you go join the gold club, you actually get that plus an IB shirt. So it looks like this, Sean. But instead of just the IB, it says IB and it says uh, club, gold club on it okay. underneath right here. And that, again, only goes – I don't have one. Sean doesn't have one. Ryan doesn't have one. Vince doesn't have one. It only goes to gold club members. So appreciate that, Cesar, very, very much. Matt D says, is Swarbrick calling the shots or is Kevin White back? <laughs> <laughs> very well played, my man. Very, very well oh, played. Oh, wow. Irish Mills, 540. Do you think Marcus Freeman will ultimately win – despite the ad man. I think he can. Yeah. I think he can. I do. I have a lot of faith in Marcus Freeman. I'm not going to lie to y'all. And, and I could be proven wrong, but I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not backing down from that, Sean. And until, until the evidence tells me otherwise, otherwise. Yeah. But I believe he can win. I believe he can win in spite. I mean, we always knew the school was never going to support him the way they needed to fully. Yeah. yeah. I thought they'd at least do something like this. So, um, but yeah, I think he can. I do. I think he can. 
Phil Anderson with a super chat. Thank you, Phil, very, very much. Phil says, live out here in Utah, flying high Friday night, went out, went, with, went out with all my Utah friends. Now I have to deal with all of them giving me grief. Yeah, I feel you, man. Everybody thought it was a done deal. Everybody did. So I feel for you, man. We got your back, though. Just know it, it could be worse, man. You could be you could be in Ohio, deal with Ohio people and lose to an Ohio State coach. That could that it could be worse, man. Joe Papiti says, Sean, if this was the in the SEC, this would cause a president to get fired. You know it's true. Yeah. I mean, we've seen that before, right? Remember the whole thing with Jordan Gordon Gee and Jim Trussell? Like when the president of the school was like, I just don't want him to fire me. Remember that? You, you remember that like during the whole that whole scandal thing at the very beginning, and there was the, the heat about Jim Trussell and Jim Trussell, Gordon Gee, the president was like, you know, basically was saying, I, I'd rather I don't want Jim Trussell to fire me. You, you, you think I'm gonna fire him? I don't want him to fire me. So yes, you were spot on. Go Irish is such a bad financial decision. This is a net present value calculation. Notre Dame makes way more off of 2.8 million in the future than it's worth today. Spot on. Spot on. And look, there's always a risk, right, Sean? I mean, it's, yeah. but but I guarantee you, if you never take a risk, then you're never going to have that you're reward. Have reward. Yeah. Right. I mean, look, you know, you know the risk that we took to get this thing going. Yeah. Right. And and you know, but it, boy, it's worth it. You got to be willing to take some risk if you want to get that ultimate reward. TJ Stalika says, "Thank you for the super chat, TJ. Why not pay it and put the name, the same buyout in the new contract?" Yeah, I I get you. I mean. Why didn't Tommy Reese have that kind of buyout? You know, you went and got him from LSU last year. You hired him before. You let everyone in the universe know you hired him before the head football coach. So why didn't he have a big old buyout like that? And why didn't you use that money for that? Mike Farino. Thank you, Mike. Feel for y'all. This is our one of our fellow Ohio State fans. Uh, him and Archer are, are two Ohio State, two of our Ohio State fans. We have a few actually in the, in the chat. Here for y'all. Can't imagine what it would be like if this happened in Ohio State. Pretty sure there would be riots in the by the fan base against the administration. You are not wrong. They wouldn't stand for this at Ohio State. You're not wrong. CBAM says, let's take the SEC to, uh, to hear Brian and Sean's level of anger and disappointment. One in ten. Is there someone trying to sabotage football team, the administration? Uh, see here. Um, let's take a sec to hear Brian and Sean's level of anger and disappointment. Sean, what are you on a one to ten? Oh, I'm off the meter. I'm dude. Yeah. I'm past ten. I'm past yeah. ten. It's just a little late, and I've kind of calmed down. <laughs> the later it's gotten, but I'm past. Sean's 10. gonna hop out of bed, fired up tomorrow. Yeah, I'll be rejuvenated. And He's I'm gonna sure, scare his daughter in the morning. He's gonna wake I'm up sure, and yell something. I'm sure Malik is going to get me even more fired up as he rants tomorrow. It's absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yep, I get it. Matt, 2011 GT, I'm 43 and I'm done. I'll pay the monthly fee, but I'm done. I hope you don't, man. I hope you stick with us at least because we'll shoot you straight. You know, stick with your community and Notre Dame fans, but I feel your pain, man. I do. I do. But don't give up on the kids and don't give up on us, man. So we'll, we'll see it through. See it through. Fat Fish with another one. South Bend and Notre Dame have been consumed by none. Um, I don't for so long they don't know how to appreciate a bold leader when they have one abusive relations. Yeah, I'm with you. Tommy Guns with a super chat. Thank you, Tommy. I ate my feelings tonight with some carne asada fries. Sean, look up Taco Burrito King and De Plains. Uh Cali Burrito is awesome. This sucks. 
And I got paid. Dude paid me. C-Band paid me for spelling my name wrong. I appreciate that, C-Band, but you did not need to do that. I spelled your name wrong, Brian. Sorry, LOL. Hey, you're good, man. I knew who you were talking about. It's all good. The missing bag with a super chat. Thank you very much. Not just a football thing. They tried to trim the marching band to sell more tickets, not buy as many tickets for away games like Ohio State. Yeah. <laughs> Always looking to pinch them pennies, baby. Matt 2011 G. Why the F bring him in if you're not going to pay him? Thank I you. Agree. Thank you. I agree. Beef Eater 08, paying a buyout that is nearly four four times greater than an SEC OC seems like a sucker's bet. However, the humiliation of passing is worth the $2.8 million. I'm just, I just strong, you, you said something like this earlier. I'm going to strongly disagree with you on that. Jeff, why do we keep comparing? Why do we keep yes. comparing salary to buyout? Right. Apples to orange. Well, what are you talking about? He, I think he was referring to, I think the the buyout for Jeff Lebby was a lot smaller. But let let can we can we be honest about something? Comparing Jeff Lebby to Andy Ludwig is a little bit um, out of there, to be honest with you. Jeff Lebby was an offensive coordinator at UCF for a year and an offensive coordinator at Ole Miss for two years. He was not even the play caller. Lane Kiffin was. Andy Ludwig's been doing this since 1998. What are we talking about, man? Jeff Lebby is not in the same universe as Andy Ludwig right now. So yeah, if if you were gonna do this buyout for if, if they were gonna do a two point eight million dollar buyout for Colin Klein, I'd be like, hold the phone. Like that's not even my top guy. Jeff Lebby wasn't even the play caller at Ole Miss. What what are we doing here? He's thirty nine years old. Andy Log has been coaching that long. So you're just comparing apples to oranges, man. And, and I don't understand that line of reasoning it's just not it's just not the mm. same thing and it and at the the reality of the situation is at this point in time sean what are you trying to accomplish do you want to win or not it's 2.8 million dollars as i said before that's not chump change and i have people say well that's chump change for no name no it's not i don't care what you are you, you pay 2.8 million dollars for something it's two point eight million dollars, but for some people, it's something where, like, yeah, okay, that's that's something, but it's worth it to me because I know the return I'm going to get on my investment. Right? That's the reality. There are some coaches where I'd say, bro, do not pay that two point eight million dollars. If Jeff Lebby costs me two point eight million dollars, I'm not paying it. Why? Because it doesn't. It's this is not the same coach. That's the reality of it. If Todd Munkin required a two-point man buy it, I'm paying it. If Garrett Riley required that, I'm not paying it. It's a completely different thing. Completely different thing. So do you want to win or not? That's what it comes down to. Like I saw a tweet from a Notre Dame play, former Notre Dame player saw on the night, and he was like saying some it was a similar thing. Even, even some alums are feeling this way. And I don't I don't get it. Do you oh. want to win or not? You talking about Jonas Gray? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm with the I'm with the, I'm with the administration on this one. Like, dude. Yep. So, no, no, number one Notre Dame ND fans, the buzz around the Ludwig hire was huge, dude. Sean, the Notre Dame fans were so fired up today in the chat that they didn't even care about losing Harry Heastan. Like, really, because they were just so excited about Andy Ludwig. And then this is what you do. It's like the reason his buyout was what it was high is because he's valued. 
and proven. You pay for, you get what you pay for. Yep. He's valued and he's proven. Yep. So, so what? The average salary of the top assistant is two million. So what? He made eight hundred twenty k last year, Sean. I believe is what his salary was. You were not going to pay him two to three million dollars, but if you needed to, then do it. Because this is about winning, and that's where we're at. Like I said, I had the pleasure one time. True story, Brian. I was downtown shopping while watching my wife and, and my mother shop on Michigan Avenue. We happened to be in a store, and I watched a famous person walk in, and I knew who he was. He walked in, said what he wanted, and he walked out. And as he walked out, I heard the salesman tell him, your stuff will be at your house tomorrow. He didn't pull out a card. I didn't see any transaction. He walked in, said what he wanted. And the people said, your stuff will be at your house tomorrow. It was like one of the ultimate flexes I've seen in my life. See, Notre Dame talks a flex game. Yeah. But when it's time to flex... They're all mouth. Hey, Sean, they're that mouthy dude at the club that likes to run his mouth and act like he wants to fight. Yes. But you know he's running his mouth because he doesn't want to fight. Yes. You step to him, and all of a sudden, his girlfriend's pulling him back. Yeah. Like, bro, you you can't move her to the side? I'm right here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, she weighs a buck 20. Yeah. She just, you can't get past her? Yeah. No, 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 no. You don't want to get past her. You want to hide behind her and run your mouth. You want to hide behind your boys and run your mouth. I'm right here. Yeah. Now, what did Christian Gray? What did Christian Gray say that Cam Hart told him? Um, Show me. Don't tell me. Yeah. Yeah. That's my that's my leadership. I'm gonna show you. And that's what this is what Notre Dame does. That's all they do. This is what the admin does. No, no, no. We we care about being great. We care about championships. We care about this. No, you don't. Because if you did. You do things a little differently. You wouldn't need me up here ranting and raving about not bringing in Andy Love. You wouldn't need me up in here ranting and raving about not paying enough for your coaching staff or your analyst or your support staff or your mental health staff or your strength staff or your facilities and all this other kind of stuff. We're not going into an arms race. Okay, then stop telling me you care about being a champion. Absolutely. I don't need you to build a slide in the dorms. I don't need you to build football in dorms. What I need you to do is make sure the football team has the things that they need to make sure that you're getting the absolute most out of your football players on and off the field. That's what I care about. I don't need a jungle gym like Clemson or whoever Georgia has. I don't need all that. I don't need 8 million video game things in the locker room. I don't need all that. But make sure the nutrition program is the best in the country. Make sure your mental health situation is the best in the country. Make sure the football coaches you are putting in charge of these young men's lives and futures are the best in the country. That I expect of you if you're Notre Dame. I don't care about NIL. I don't care about all this other nonsense, not just nonsense people say, oh, Notre Dame's got to do this one. No, they don't. You know what they need to do? They need to make sure that whoever their head coach is has the absolute best coaching staff in the country. 
that you can afford. You just don't want to. Make sure they have the best nutrition program in the country. That you can afford. You just don't want to. You don't want to. Make sure they have the best analyst staff and medical staff and training staff in the country. They can do that. They choose not to. Do they do that for the business school? Oh. Do they bring in cheap, mediocre professors for the business school? I doubt it. Do they do that for the law school? I doubt it. Why are you doing that for the football team? <laughs> so, yeah. We did get a couple more Super Chats popped up here in the intro. We're going to have to wrap these up here, folks, because we, we can go all. We can go yeah. all. We literally <laughs> can go all night. Joe Papiti said, wait, Brian, how many useless – Professors who teach ridiculous non-value-adding classes are there at the school. Cut a few of those. I don't want to disrespect those people because I don't know the answer to that question. And I do know a couple of professors, and they're good dudes, and they're good people. And so I get where you're coming from. I do. I feel your pain, but that's just – that's not the answer. Like, that. that's not where I'm going. They don't need to do that, though. They don't need to do that. CBAM says the struggle of a Notre Dame fan – the goodwill of football. Hey, uh, see, ma'am, I appreciate your super chat, man. I really do. And then fat fish says another one. Appreciate you as well. So you're saying they are the fighting Irish. Yeah. They're not the fighting Irish, not the leadership. Anyway, see, ma'am also says, do you know the revenue for Notre Dame in a year, Brian, uh, school wise? I don't know that off the top of my head. I, I really don't. I'd have to look into that, but trust me, money is not a problem for Notre Dame. Anyone who's ever been on campus on a game day knows money is not a problem for Notre Dame. Mike Freno, our f- fellow Ohio State fan, I think we're going to wrap it up here. There was once a point in time – oh, we actually have one more pop-up. There was once a point in time where Ohio State said it wouldn't pay a head coach in $1 million. Last year they had two different position coaches making on offense making 900000 plus. Right, because what does Ohio State decide they want to do? They want to win. They're going to do what it takes to win. Last one here, folks. So if you're please don't give any more super chats, we got to cut this thing out. And I want to make sure that I read them all. Uh, Beef Eater uh, says, My bad. Levy was the only comp I could find on short notice. Good news. God just told me Jenkins will get an atomic wedgie and fix this tomorrow. <laughs> that'd, that'd be great. I would really, 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 really appreciate that. So, oh, man. Um, yeah. All right, Sean. I appreciate you doing this. Sean and I were on the phone and we were like, Should we go live? Should we do a chat? And he was like, Sean pauses is in ways that only Sean can do. Cause you can just, I can hear his brain moving. He goes, yeah, let's do it. I said, like, I'm going to pull a poll out. He goes, yeah, let's do it. So um, we knew we had to get here, man. We had to get here. So uh, we appreciate y'all being with us tonight. Very, very much. We will be back tomorrow. Sean, what time are you guys going live? Same time? 1145 Same time Eastern? as always. Okay. I'm, I'm dedicating the first five, 15 minutes to Malik. Oh, I'm just letting him. I'm just letting him ride. Everybody in Driscoll House, be quiet. Got Sean and Malik on, and Malik is about to do a a signing. He's about to make his signing day rant look like tame. That's you remember that one. Malik was calling cats terrorists, right? It's about to. Oh my goodness gracious! And then we'll be live at one o'clock tomorrow on the Irish Breakdown podcast. So one o'clock Eastern, we'll be going live as well. I'm going to give Ryan, I'm going to do with for Ryan what you're going to do for Malik. I'm just going to let Ryan go for a little bit. I'm going to wind yeah. him up and let him go. Once yeah. we are done with that, we will dive into some candidates and talk about kind of where Notre Dame goes from here. Because it's we're going to vent, we're going to be pissed, and we're going to continue to hold the admin's feet to the fire, Sean. But there also comes a point in time where it's like, okay, so what's next? Let's Let's talk about what's next. 
Because Marcus Freeman is not just going to piss and moan and say, well, I'm going on vacation. I'm going to cry. I'm going to take my ball and go home. Right. He's going to stand up and fight. I'm going to go get what I need to get. And so, look, that's what we're going to do, right? But we're going to get this out first, and then tomorrow we're going we're gonna to take that next step. So, um, that's yeah, that's where we're going to be. So, Sean, buddy, that's going to do it for tonight, man. I appreciate yeah. you being on with me very much. Okay. Appreciate all of you being here with us, folks. Please hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. Share this podcast. And give us, if you're listening via podcast app, we would greatly appreciate a five-star review. And make sure you sign up for CFB Nation because at the CFB Nation podcast app, Sean, that's where you can find the Lucky Lefty podcast, which is the Notre Dame channel for CFB Nation. You can also find the CFB All-America channel and the State of Recruiting show with John Garcia Jr. And uh, and, uh, the Rising Draft, uh, Thursday night show, draft shows on there as well. And we're going to have some more stuff coming up on there soon as well so for sean on brian y'all have a wonderful rest of your night and we will talk to you again very very soon at lucky lefty and on the irish breakdown podcast Headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.